Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to re... Uh, no, what are we welcome to? Welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I was going to say welcome once again to Radio Free Brooklyn yeah. with Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. would have made no sense it whatsoever. Perfect. Well, you know, I guess it depends on what you call. It's all in carrying it off with confidence, Josh. Working. Um, it is. It's true. I've heard you say things on this show that make no sense whatsoever, but you do it with such confidence that I'm sure people go, that makes perfect sense. I don't know what to talk about you. <laughs> it was very Canadian. Your Canadian robot brain just kicked in. Um, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noldenine, come together once a week over a single topic, mm-hmm. and then we come up with incredible ideas on how to get extremely rich, yeah. extremely quickly. Ooh. We are like the X Games of of wealth building. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly what we are. Because we're so extreme, we are extreme, yep. and we're we're just we're just go for it. Yeah, we, we don't fuck around. We don't try to try to nothing conservative about us, no. man. Teens we're, love us. We're all spiky hair and yeah. torn jeans. Oh yeah, rings in our nose and yeah. our nipples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of those things, guys. That's right. Noel was just talking about how he's uh, getting a Prince Albert. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All buttoned down on the outside, but crazy mazy on the inside, down I can't below. Imagine doing that. Can you? Getting a Prince Albert. You're okay yeah. with no matter what age, cutting off. I mean, you know, what is circumcision other than ritual scarification? Okay. I mean, if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, originally based entirely around a ritual. All right. Right? And it's a removal of a section of your skin that then scars up. Yeah. So, I mean, what can't you imagine? Ugh, come on. You suffer from ritual scarification. You believe in the ritual scarification of babies. You're like a weird Satanist. All right, let's go. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so we come together once a week. I lost track. Yeah. You ruined me. (laughs) I ruined you. Uh, we give you these ideas. We'd ask for nothing up front. No, nope. that's where I was. I was yeah. at the nothing up front part of this. We don't. We don't. Uh, 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 we're not like these hucksters on the interwebs Mm-mm. sitting there. These millionaires who claim they got rich off of one thing, but really, you know how they got rich, Noel? They got rich by suckering people out of their monies with their little scam get rich schemes that they're they're. Multi-level marketing, get-rich schemes, their their buy and sell housing and real estate, get-rich squeams. Yeah. They're they're and they just try to get you to just keep buying the next level, the next level, level, the next level, like Trump University. Yeah, basically. But that's not what we do. We give no. you this shit. We come up with ideas so often and so quickly. Yeah, uh, that it's like. There's no point in us trying to sell them. 
they're 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 sort of used up the second we come up. We're like boom, and next one, and next one, and next one. So we just throw them out there. It's like to us, we're like Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, we are throwing out ideas like seeds on our on our on our cross country trek, and in ten years when we come back the other way, yeah, we're gonna bring a hammock. We're, we're not gonna book a hotel. That's right. We're gonna see orchards growing. Yeah, and from those orchards. We're going to collect the apples, and we're collecting those apples in the form of money, Noel. That's right. 10%. You get rich. You take our ideas. You become wealthier than your most outrageous dreams, but you you don't forget where you came from. Nope. You give us 10%. You give us one piece of that pie. We are your financial parents. Yeah. And, you know, if you were, if you were uh, 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 born and mm-hmm. became a football player, Yeah, you would thank God, your mom, and you would buy them a new house and a new car. This is the equivalent of that. Mm-hmm. We are God and your mom, and you're buying us a new house and a new car. Yeah. But instead of buying it for us, you're giving us the money so we can choose ourselves. That's right. It's pretty simple. Ding-dongs? <laughs> Who's there? Oh, they're Ding Dongs. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I haven't seen Josh in a <laughs> oh, week. Oh, he's flipping it on and me. So, uh, you know, I like to at this time look across the table and say, hey, Josh, what have you been up to? Well, it's funny you should say that. No, I've been up to nothing. Ah. But I, I did have a conversation with my wife the other night. Okay. Um, uh, which is rare. We generally don't do After 20,000 years together, uh-huh. uh, we generally don't have to talk much anymore. We communicate in grunts and hand motions uh-huh. and uh, 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 spend most of our time staring at the television screen. But we actually had a conversation, and she was regaling me with a story back in the late aughts. Okay. Uh, uh, she had got called into jury duty. My, my wife was, uh, she's very keyed into a certain, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? She wasn't keyed into a, a lot of what was going on in the real world. Let's just put it that way. Not the pop, pop culture. N- well, she was into the pop culture. Okay. But, you know, very specific. She was sort of a, a new wave okay. a music listener and a bit of a new age enthusiast. Okay. Um, you know, uh, she didn't really read the paper or watch the news. She didn't really know what was going on in the sort of day to day of the city. She got called to jury duty and they started asking her questions like, you know, do you read the newspaper? And she said, you know, I read the village voice and they're like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. And you know, do you watch the news? She's like, no, I don't watch the news at all. Do you listen to news on radio? She's like, no, I only listen to WLIR on radio, which was the big new wave, Long Island new wave station. And they wanted her so bad, and she could feel it. And she was like, "This is a little, little weird." And so she, you know, they went on a break, and uh, uh, she left. And she ran, and she called her friend, and she said, "Hey, I'm at jury duty, and I'm feeling like I'm going to get called on this thing, but I don't know if I want to do this. Have you ever heard of this person? The defendant's name is John Gotti." And her friend goes, get off of that now. And, and so she then proceeded to work, manage to work her way off of the, uh, 
off of the jury. She said that uh, uh, she didn't know who John Gotti was. She didn't know what he looked like. She had uh-huh. never heard of him. Um, but, you know, she was a Queens girl, and so it was like this was all taking part, and this was all happening in Queens. But uh, uh, the first... She actually saw them on an elevator, saw okay. John, and uh, I can't remember the guy's name, and, and one of one of his henchmen, who was a hitman for him, uh-huh. and she thought that the hitman was John Gotti, because when she looked at him, she got like a chill. <clears throat> they, they connected eyes, and she said like a chill went through her body. She could not, like, she was terrified of this guy, and she thought that was John Gotti. And the other guy who was John Gotti, she said, was very charming and nice, but, you know, he's the... Teflon Don. Yeah. Not unlike our uh, president. Sure it wasn't like in in uh, The Godfather, The Lightning Bolt or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't remember that. When he goes off to Italy and he sees the woman, they fall instantly in love. Oh, you're wondering if she fell in love with, with, with one of John Gotti's hitmen? Yeah. I don't know. She showed me a picture of the guy. He looked kind of like an old frog. Okay. But, you know, with really dyed black hair combed right. over. I don't remember what his name was, though. Anyway. Froggy. Froggy. Froggy the Hitman. Yeah. Because he would look at Froggy you and say... Froggy goes a-hitting. That's right. He would look at you and say, jump, Froggy, and then he'd shoot you. Oh. If you were a hitman, would you have a catchphrase? Um, It's killing time. <laughs> <laughs> or how about off with their heads? Yeah. One of those two. That's if you were an ISIS. No, that should <laughs> just be my hitman oh, thing. okay. It'd just be like, you know, hey, time to kill. Okay. I would say there's a time to die and a time to die like that. So of those three, which would you vote for? Uh, I'll do them again if you want so you can you feel like a Not feel. off of their head. Okay. It's killing time probably. It's killing time, yeah. yeah. Just simple. And gleeful. Yeah. Really like someone who enjoys their work. Yeah. You know what I'd say? <laughs> hey. Buddy, I just saw your buddy Stu. <laughs> and they'd go, what? Stu? And I'd go, yeah, your buddy Stu. And they'd go, I don't know who you're talking about, Stu uh-huh. who? And I'd say, Stu gots to die now. <laughs> uh, uh, we're just joking because I got Josh on a good Stu gots when I came over. Um, A classic. Are there hitmen in Canada? I'm sure there are. Is there like, uh, is there serious uh, 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 murderous crime in Canada? There is. There's like organized crime. Yeah. Oh, there is. Yeah. I weren't aren't weren't like the uh, uh, the bikers. They in Montreal. The bikers the, the, big uh, all over. Not yeah. just Montreal. Yeah. It's all the white guys. The biker gangs, and then there's mafia. But I think the bikers and the mafia are kind of in cahoots. Oh, now they're in cahoots. I, they're I, not... Yeah, I think they always have been a little bit. Yeah. I recall that the uh, the head of uh, 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 Hell's Angels, mm-hmm. uh, when they were at their peak mm-hmm. of sort of uh, uh, organized crime, really yeah. like running tons of meth and guns and all that stuff, he was a, a French Canadian fella. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he's in jail now. Yeah, what was his name? Stu. Uh, uh, Stu. St- I think it was a, a, a Stu. Stu Goots. <laughs> <laughs> we got you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we had, did you notice, I just, I'm, I don't know why I'm saying this on air, but just because we're talking about Canada. What? We had 216 downloads in Canada yeah. last week, 
but all of our I saw first that. episode. I don't get what someone's computer went bananas. <laughs> I think so. All of our real estate episode. Yeah. Clearly, there's a group, there's a, a consortium <laughs> of Canadians. There's a conference, a real estate yeah, conference. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And they're like, we got to do our homework before we show up. <laughs> And there's like some dudes up there pretending to be Josh uh-huh. and Noel. Well, you know, I guess what I'm what I'm getting to is if that's the case, yeah. If there was a real estate, if there is a real estate conference mm-hmm. or a consortium of uh, uh, wannabe real estate moguls who yeah. are getting together, 216 of you are all chipping in a few bucks to buy a uh, uh, property in China with the number six on it because you're going to get it super cheap. Um. Give us a call. We'd yeah. love to come up and uh, speak to your people. Yeah, or come down to New York City. Get out of Hamilton. Is that where it was? I Hamilton? think it was Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Steeler Town. Is that the entire population of Hamilton? <laughs> no, Hamilton's not that. I small. don't know anything about. I mean, I know Tor- I know Toronto. Okay. I know Vancouver. Uh huh. I know. Uh, uh, you know uh, where I grew up. Where'd you grow up? You don't know the name. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I'm look, you, you know, you can't, you can't quiz me uh, on stuff like this because I don't remember. Thames River in it. Uh, London, yes, London. I, but I thought you were born in Canada. I was London, born in Ontario. Yeah, London, Ontario, yeah. and that has like 216 people. <laughs> no, is there a river in London, Ontario called the Thames? Yes. Did they? Uh, is there a Big Ben there as well? Did they really There's go all out? There's a dude named Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> this big hairy yeah. lumberjack guy. Uh huh. Is there a uh, is over the Thames? Is there a uh, 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 a London Bridge? Uh, there probably is. Yeah. Have they copied London even in the modern area? Have they made the big egg building there, like a smaller version of the big egg building? I haven't been like, to London like for a just long a ten-story version of the egg building. I moved out of there right when I finished grade eight. Oh really? Yeah. And I, I think I've been back once, once or twice, like dr- driving past, been like. Well, let's just check out London and just driven for like 15 minutes. Right. Grade 8 there, you're like 20, right? You're 20. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You you graduate grade school when you can shave your mustache. <laughs> you don't start kindergarten until you're like 12. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you got to, you know, help help with the farming. <laughs> it's Canada, man. It's not like the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. Well, it kind of... I would say, I think it would be fair to say a large swath of Canada actually is the middle of well, nowhere. Yeah, but <laughs> I that's mean, not where I'm from. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. The southern part. Yeah. The southern part. So I know London. I Inner know, city Canada. Uh, <laughs> 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 the mean streets. <laughs> I know uh, Montreal and Quebec uh, City. Uh-huh. I know, uh, uh, did I say Vancouver already? You said Vancouver. Uh, and that kind of covers it. Okay. You know, I know the cities. Right. I don't know outside the cities. Oh, and I now know of Niagara on the Lake. Okay. Because my mother just went there. She was appalled at the Canadian side of the Niagara Falls. What? She was appalled at the Canadian side of Niagara <laughs> Falls. She could not believe the... Uh, the sh- better view, <laughs> the stuff to do. The strip the clubs, the casino. ballet. The... <laughs> It's ballet with titties. Yeah, it's like the Windsor Ballet. You ever hear the Windsor Ballet? No. Oh, you know where Windsor is, right? Ontario. Yeah, it's across from Detroit. Okay, yeah. And the Windsor Ballet. That's where ballet all the people from is... Detroit go to go to doctors, right? 
They all claim that they all have friends over on that side, and they claim residence there, and then they go and get the free free health care. Well, they definitely go to the ballet. I can tell you that because <laughs> the road leading away from the bridge uh-huh. is nothing but like outlet stores and ballets. <laughs> outlet stores and ballets. Yeah. Uh huh. It's a lot of ballets. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know there were that so many ballet dancers in Windsor. Well, you know. Uh huh. Everyone's got to get their start somewhere. That's true. <laughs> on point. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Noel. Anyway, based on that story. Yeah. I can tell you. Okay. That our topic today. Uh huh. Since we're switching roles a little bit. Uh huh. Is is it's not the mob, Noel. No. Even though you might think it is. If you guys even remember what that story was at this point, it is courts. That's right. How to get rich with them. How to tip. The scales in your favor and make a lot of money. <laughs> Stick a, a a lot of money in your wig. Uh-huh. I think we need to adopt the wig wearing thing. I think we should yeah, wear a wig. Do they do that in Canada? Is is no not uh, not in, in the courts. I think in some of the higher courts they do, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it, it brings a level of humility mm-hmm. and hilarity. <laughs> and to hilarity the, for to sure. the proceedings yeah. and uh uh <clears throat> you know it would just be more interesting you couldn't have these guys dressing up like dandies because they've all got wigs on and you know they got to wear the robes mm-hmm. <clears throat> they have to take it seriously yeah no showboating no no bullshit no anyway okay how are you going to get rich Noel? you guys are going to tell you courts uh in in a country you know, our country here that still as as of now, <laughs> as of the recording of this show, uh-huh. still has a legal system. Uh we'll see how much longer that lasts. Our legal system, look. Mm-hmm. Our legal system is gonna last forever. Okay. And Trump loves our legal system because he's packing it full of judges that are basically on his side. Okay. Well good, good. So he's a he's a judge packer mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so our country's got a lot of courts, right? Uh, federal courts, state courts. Uh, so if we're just going to talk about New York state courts, we've got the Court of Appeals, the Appellate Division of the Supreme Court, Appellate Terms of the Supreme Court, Appellate Sessions of the County Court, uh, Supreme Court, County Court, Specialized Courts, Family Courts, Surrogate Court, oh Court of God. Claims. Oh, my God. Uh, then you've got the District Court, New York City Court, City Courts. I don't know why they say that twice. And justice courts. Multiply that by every <clears throat> state. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you got federal. But what we're talking about, we got a lot of courts. We do. And where there's a lot of courts, there is a <coughs> lot of bread. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Moolah. And how? Because that's a lot of courts. In 2017, federal judiciary sp- uh, budget, just for the federal, was $6.9 billion. Right? This mm-hmm. is a slightly dated figure, but it's all I could find. In 2002, half a million people in the U.S. worked in courts. Wow. That's a lot of people. It is a lot of people, which means there's a lot of potential for making some coin. Right? Mm-hmm. Because they need things. They need robes. They need books. 
they need toilet paper. They need everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, government contracts. They can be hard to get, though. Plus, you know, <clears throat> I thought about the last time that I was called for jury duty. Uh, yeah. You, you've gone, you've been called for jury duty before. I right? have. I've never served. Neither but, have I. Uh, I'm sure you will agree with me then when you when I say courts are cheap and kind of gross. Right? Mm-hmm. They are. It's funny when you sit on the, on the, uh, on the, on the, when you do the jury selection, I don't know if you got into the room for jury selection, if you even got that far. I, I went into a, a thing and then didn't get picked. And they put you in that, like, it's like the jury booth, basically, mm-hmm. right? And you're on these these old chairs that all need to be reupholstered. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on them and they're broken and, like, springs are sticking in your ass. You're just like, our court is fucked Yeah. Oh, up. yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, you know, when I when I was on jury duty, I sat in a hot room with nothing to do all day. Yeah, uh, it smelled. Uh, it? Yeah, it smelled not not horrible, <clears throat> horribly. Just from years and years of flop sweat. Yeah, and just like they, <coughs> you know, clean it with the most industrial right. cleaner Ammonia. they can find, yeah. and it, it was just like ugh. Uh, I think I got paid like thirty bucks, whatever it was. Not worth it. I've never gotten money for the days that I've gone. To I, I don't know duty. if I ever actually got it. I know I was supposed to get right. it. Uh, basically, not worth it, right? I uh, really want to do jury. I really want to be on a, well, on a trial at uh, some point. You should. Because I was thinking about the jurors. Uh-oh. Right? Every year, 8.5 million people Report for jury service in America. 1.5 million people actually get selected. Mm-hmm. How do we make money off them? Mm. Right? They're not some cheap, gross court. They're a thrive. They, they are every man mm-hmm. in America or whatever country you're in. Mm-hmm. As long as you're in a jury system. <clears throat> right? That's mm-hmm. what you want in on. How do we get a little tiny piece of each of their tiny checks? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. That's the name of the game here, right? I'm not going to tell you what you're going to do, people. You're going to unionize the jurors. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Right? Uh, you're going to unionize the jurors. You're going to get them a raise. And because you're the union... You take a piece of everyone every day. So by the unionizing the jurors, yeah. you're saying you're going to unionize every citizen in the United States of America. While they're serving jury, they're in the union. Right, but that you have to get them all on board. Yeah. Every American yeah. to be on board. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to pay dues to the union. Only when they... Oh, no, they don't have they, to... They have to pay dues to the union. Everybody is eligible mm-hmm. to be on a jury, except I assume an ex-convict. Yeah, and uh, I don't know who else. Yeah, children under the age of eighteen. But so they're just going to take a piece of the check. No, I understand that. So but you're going to whatever your dues you're gonna are up their 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 check from sixty to a hundred bucks. Uh huh. And then you'll take the forty. No, you just take five. Oh, that's true. Right? Because you got to make them happy to be there. Mm-hmm. You take five. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. Along those lines, how you make money off of jurors, mm-hmm. 
you uh uh so you know how like for instance uh people have gone insane with the uh uh uh, uh emotional service dog yeah. thing, right? And you can go online and you can find multiple websites where uh accredited uh psych- psychoanalysts or shrinks will uh uh give you a letter and and uh uh all the things necessary for your dog to be made a mm-hmm. service dog an emotional service dog so you can take them on a plane and stuff like that this is basically going to be that and it's like for like 30 bucks 40 bucks and people do it all the time people yeah. are just going crazy with this stuff to the point where like no one believe it goes one of two ways Either no one believes any service dogs are real unless they're for, like, actual physically uh, 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 disabled people. Mm -hmm. Or they just look at you and go, is that a service dog? And you say yes, and then you can now. Like, I go into the grocery store now, and I see dogs in there all the time now. Yeah, they're everywhere now. They're everywhere. Everyone's bringing their dogs everywhere. They're not supposed to be bringing them. I suggest doing something like that, but for... Getting people out of jury duty. Okay. So you write letters to them as employers saying how important they are to uh, 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 their job, which is for you mm-hmm. as a remote worker for this company that you that you have, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just as an addendum onto that. Just another way to make money off of the jurists. Okay, yeah. You know. Yeah, you can work both sides. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's uh, a good idea, though, no. Unionize all of America. It, I mean, what I like about this idea yeah. is we are so together as a country right now. <laughs> hey, And all... particularly, particularly the idea of unions is such a powerful one in this country right now yeah. that, you know, who in this country wouldn't want to join Dude, the union? Dude, all you got to do is stand outside a few courthouses. Mm-hmm. For six months, mm-hmm. and just get everyone going in for jury duty to sign. Hey, wouldn't you like to have a hundred dollars instead of thirty? Right, and they sign. No time. You've got boatloads of signatures, mm-hmm. and you have a movement. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm having. A I'm mov- a sociology major. <laughs> I can push this through. I'm having a movement right now. <laughs> uh, a solid idea, Noel. Uh-huh. I'm going to go. To the other end of this. All right. You're looking at the jurors. Yes. I'm looking at the judges. Okay. Why don't you unionize the judges? No, that wasn't oh. my idea. But <laughs> 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 um, No, I was I was uh, uh, looking at judges because I was sort of like, you know, it's an easier time than ever uh-huh. if you have a law degree. To become an appointed judge in this country, mm-hmm. you don't have to have any experience other than having that degree at this point. Uh, it's been seen with several nominees that Trump has put up. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, who, well, with anything in Trump's, you know, the less experience they have, the better. Yeah. All right. So this is, you know, you can go to like Michael Cohen Law School, you know, the one where everyone graduates and walk out with your law degree in a couple of years. Uh, after filling out the back of a matchbook cover, and uh, and be ready to be a judge in the United States of America. Yeah. And I was like, well, but that's great, and it's cool, but how do you make money doing it? And 
you know, this may take a, a little bit more time and, 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 you know, it's, it is sort of a timing thing, but I was reading about how over the past 20 years or so, um, the level to which the Supreme Court has sanctioned lobbying is, uh, is really incredible, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they, they look at lobbying as free speech. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, sanctioned any lobbying that is not explicit quid pro quo bribery, meaning that you can give in any way, shape, or form as long as you don't say, I'm giving you this for this. Yeah. Right? Um, they overturned a federal uh, uh, law in 1999 that banned officials from receiving gifts. Um, and uh, 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 the great Justice Anthony Kennedy, yeah, who is uh, leaving to retirement so uh, Trump can get a second Supreme Court pick uh in uh, the Citizens United case. He's the Pope Benedict of the Supreme Court. <laughs> the guy's just like, I'm doing all right. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's hanging on for dear life. Yeah. Just holding on with those little uh, claws to not let go. But me, I'm good. I'm ready to, I'm ready to ride off into the sunset. Um, he noted in, his, in, in when he wrote the majority opinion in Cities United, he noted that ingratiation and access are not corruption. Mm-hmm. They are just ingratiation and access. Um, then I was like, well, we're talking about politicians here, right? We're not talking about the courts. And then I saw in 2007 that the West Virginia Supreme Court threw out an already uh, uh, decided $50 million damage award against the owner of a coal company. Mm-hmm. Um it just so happened that the uh, uh, owner of this coal company, yeah. who uh, had been uh, found guilty of this, mm-hmm. uh, had spent $3 million to help elect the justice who cast the deciding vote. Yeah, This was so egregious and outrageous that the United States Supreme Court actually overturned the West Virginia Supreme Court's ruling. Okay. It made it all the way up there and it got overturned. That judge did not lose his job. Yeah. So this is what you're going to do. Okay. Okay. All right. You I'm going to see where you're going here. It's it's very simple. All right. But you're not going to just, you know, you're not what at this point the big money. Uh-huh. You know, 3 million dollars to be on a state Supreme Court. Yeah. How much money are you going to get if you were on the big the one. United States yeah. Supreme Court? So you are going to get on this Supreme Court of the United States. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. And once you're in there, you know, because the deal with 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 United States Supreme Court, they have lifetime tenure uh-huh. until they either resign, retire, or removed after impeachment. Mm-hmm. There has been only one Supreme Court justice in the history of the Supreme Court who's been removed after impeachment in the uh, federal. In the Supreme Court. In the federal Supreme Court. Right, yes. The United States Supreme Court, um, who has been removed Uh uh, 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 due to impeachment. Okay. And it was such an egregious 
foul on his part. All right. And this was also many, many years ago before all of these overturn these rules overturning lobbying okay. went to. So you are going to get wined and dined. Mm-hmm. You're basically going to fucking show up there and you're going to hang out a shingle. Yeah. Right on your desk, right on your bench. That's going to say open for business. Yeah. And over the 30 or 40 years that you are going, because now they're, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed it, but they're picking them young now. Oh, He's yeah. going for 40 year olds, yeah, yeah. 50 year olds, yeah. not these 60 and 70 year olds beasts. You know, Rehnquist was 90 years old when he left the Supreme Court. There you go. Like, that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you, no, no, no. 90 year olds, I don't care how on the ball they are, they're not on the ball. <laughs> They're fucking 90 years old. They're almost dead. They're a lot closer to death than anything else. Uh-huh. They should not <clears throat> be uh, uh, handing down judgments on the laws of this land. I'm uh-huh. sorry. There really needs to be an age cutoff, and that age cutoff should be these days late 70s. I'm sorry. That's just a personal aside. But you're going to hang that shingle out open for business. Yeah. You're going to get so rich, dude. It's going to be obscene. You're not going to have to pay for anything. Your bank account is going to be burgeoning. Mm -hmm. And as long as you don't specifically say, give me $5 million and I will vote this way, Mm -hmm. you just say, I'll take that meeting with you, but my time is very expensive. Yeah. And it's going to cost you $5 million to get in the room with me to to chat with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, It's it's a done deal. You're going to be so... Rich, that's dude. good. That's good. Uh, you know, I gotta say, I, th- this occurred to me while you were saying this uh-huh. is I see once a whole way that I never dreamt of uh-huh. that you and your wife Deb are made for each other. Oh yeah, how's that? It, in the in the uh, case, the Gotti case. Mm-hmm. You know, do you read the paper? I read the the Village Voice. You know, do you know who this is? No. Uh, just like that, I don't know if you saw any news this week. Did you see any news this week? About what? The entire West Virginia Supreme Court was impeached. Oh, were they really? <laughs> like, I did not I did not read that at all. Did you seriously not No, read I had that? no idea. <laughs> the entire West Virginia Supreme Court was impeached this week. Really? All because of, of this, because of because this. they all are corrupt, right? Well, I mean, that's you know, I was. It's funny because I did all sorts of searches for like most corrupt courts uh-huh. that didn't come up at all. This bit about the about the two thousand seven uh, uh, change of that of that thing was was part of an overall. Uh, uh, article on corruption, but I did not know, read anything the about the West Virginia. Really, Supreme Court was impeached. Really, yes. that's amazing. Like two days ago, dude. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it only took eleven years. It only took eleven years, and I don't you know, know if they're taking the or money. longer. They may still be able to keep that money that they corrupted. I mean, and you know, when I looked up sort of most corrupt c- courts by state. Uh-huh. Just looking for sort of stories of corruption in the in the court system and specifically the judiciary, uh, uh, West Virginia wasn't even in the top ten. Yeah, in the in the stuff I read, it was like Alabama, Mississippi, okay. Louisiana was actually number one, which is not surprising yeah. at all. But uh, yeah, there you go, Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Jersey is a big one. Yeah, corruption in Jersey, particularly political. Yeah. Hey guys, if you want to. Uh, you know, pitch some money our way so Josh can get a newspaper subscription. Uh, All I have to say is, <laughs> is that clearly, though, say what you will, clearly 
I am just naturally tapped into the zeitgeist. You are. I am. You are. With, you know, uh, like if there's something going on, it's flowing through it, me. It was so on the money of what happened this <laughs> week that I was sure you had some like twisto turno at the end no, that you were no. gonna turn it all on the side. That's why I was holding my tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I knew nothing about it. I it's it's amazing to me that I did all the like like it should have been the first thing that popped up in every uh, <laughs> search that I did. Yeah. Clearly, I need to update Google <laughs> on my computer. That's how old my computer is. Yeah, it's got it shows me last stuff year's from, Google. Right, it shows me shit from 2007 is the first thing. That's how old my computer is. That's Noah. right. If you if you want to help Josh get newspaper subscription, you can go to radiofreebrooklyn.com. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page. Hit the sponsor button. Pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I. Keeps us informed. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keeps them humming and running. If you just want to give them money, you can go to get rid. I mean, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Hit the pledge button and pledge an amount one time or reoccurring. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Helps them keep the lights on. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a five hundred one c three. If you want to support us without giving any money, whatever kind of phone you have, go to the app store, download the app, listen to. Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn on the go wherever you are. If you are an I- iOS user, new build out this week with a lot of new functionality. You can listen to all the archives. You can see the calendar. A lot of stuff, guys. Anyway. Are you saying there's an app? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just uh, recently found out we had a, uh, a Facebook page. No, you didn't. <laughs> Here, your bananas. Uh, so, guys, uh, we could just give you one topic full of ideas to get rich. And, you know, no one would complain. They'd say, hmm, that's... I'm, well, I think at this I'm point, we... we leaving the table full. I, I will say that at this point, we've been doing the show long enough in this segment that you are leading into uh-huh. long enough that people would complain if we didn't do it. Okay, they would. Because you can't take away a right. That's right. <laughs> So here's your right, guys. You have a right to a second, smaller way to get even less rich. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Tommy Glenn Carmichael started out as a simple TV repairman. While this might seem an inauspicious early career, it proved the perfect training for rigging slot machines. His early methods involved a top-bottom joint. This was a popular tool in the 80s that allowed people to cheat slot machines for a while. Tommy started out on five-cent machines in Las Vegas, winning a significant amount of money before he was arrested, and as he had a prior track record of unrelated charges, he was sentenced to five years in prison. That might have stopped most people, but not Tommy. Once he got out, Tommy spent a year developing a device that later became known as the Monkey Paw. The device was made out of spring steel and guitar wire and could be placed through the payout chute, tripping the micro switch and causing the machine to pay out over $1,000 an hour. Once technology improved, Tommy's schemes did too. His next invention was the light wand. It shone up the payout chute so brightly it blinded the sensor and caused the machine to spill its coins. Eventually, Tommy decided to just sell his invention to other cheats and made thousands and eventually millions of dollars as a result of his scams. There you go, guys. Yeah. 
uh, figuring out ways to cheat slots. Yeah, I, th- those last two ones sounded like you didn't even have to play. You just no, go up to you, the machine you, you, and yeah, take you, the money. But not even just the machine. If you listen, you go up the payout slot. Yeah. So you would sit in front of it and you just sort of jam up yeah. there because it was all sensors, and you would just fuck the sensors up essentially, tripping the sensors, and they would just open up and all the f- you would hit the jackpot without uh, having to do anything. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they 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 guard against that now. Apparently, a lot of slots they don't even the way they pay out uh-huh. is is uh, they don't drop coin on the big wins. They don't drop coins anymore. They either print out like lottery style tickets. Yeah, they have to take up, or the siren goes off, and then they come and check that you actually won, yeah. and then uh, and then pay you out from there. They call that slot shaman. <laughs> that was terrible. You know why that was terrible? Why? Because none of it had to do with shaming. <laughs> Yeah, the, the alarms go yeah, off. The, they the, don't believe oh, you. Oh, I come see. Over. I gotcha. But then in the end, you win. In the end, you win. That's right. Exactly. Don't you let them get the you down, pot. guys. That's don't right. let them get you down. Don't let them call you a slot. No. Hey, courts, guys. How are we going to get rich? I'm going to tell you right how now. How are we going to get rich, Noel? Well, I got away right here. With the courts. So, uh, just like you, I thought about where else there are bucks in the court. And just like you, I came to the same conclusion that judges are the ones with the bucks. They are the face of the court. They are the star of the court, right? Uh, You get the right case as a judge, and you may actually become a star. Judge Ito, for Mm, example. Yeah. Everyone knows him. People that weren't old enough to have watched the O.J. Simpson case know who Judge Ito is. Mm -hmm. That's how famous you can become, get the right case. I looked up uh, famous judges, and I got to tell you, I thought I'd look it up and pick a couple. Mm -hmm. I was amazed how many I knew who they were. I I was surprised at how many famous (laughs) judges I actually knew. Some examples. RGB. Bader. Well, yeah, yeah, RBG. Yeah, I mean, I don't Judge know who RGB Judy, is. Judge Wapner, right? Okay, yeah. A lot of others I recognize. Right, all those judges, the TV judges, sure. Yeah, Judge uh, Joe Brown, sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I recognize a lot of them, and <laughs> other than the ones <laughs> here, here's the the uh-huh. crux, though. Uh huh. A lot of them I recognized, except for the mm-hmm. ones I didn't have a freaking clue about. There was no one I was iffy on. Gotcha. It was all like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, who? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. oh, yeah, who? Right? There was no middle ground. So uh, these other so-called famous judges missed the boat. All they had to do was go a little further, and as non-law freaks, would have known them too. So how can a judge set themselves apart? Right? Mm-hmm. What do they have? What are their tools to set themselves apart? They have robes. They have wigs in some places. They have gavels. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what makes a judge famous? Getting the right case and having good news footage come out of the case. Mm-hmm. Maybe so good that they make a documentary. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then once you're a household name... You can be a talking head on the news. You can get your own show. The world is your oyster. 
you can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. What's the old saying? There's no bad press. No bad press. But you have to have those good clips, right? Mm-hmm. So I started thinking about that, right? And I thought, well, you could get an extra fancy robe. But really, black is black and it doesn't really show up. Mm. Even even on these high-def TVs, they're, mm-hmm. they're all talking about like, oh, uh, yeah, no, our TV's so good you can get like two shades of black. You know what I mean? They, it, it, it it all get washed away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, wigs, not widespread enough. Mm-hmm. So I looked up gavels. Mm. Found a place online called the Gavel Store, online mm-hmm. gavel store. Uh, found what, to me, looked should be the most expensive gavel on the page. It was a hand-carved oak gavel. They had a whole bunch of them. Hand-carved oak gavels. Uh, guess how much they were? Uh, I'm gonna say like sixty bucks. Uh, you you lowballed a little bit, but I was so surprised it was only a hundred dollars okay. for what yeah. appeared to me should be the most expensive gavel. Do they buy their own gavels? The do I they have they to do. buy? They have to supply their own gavels. I'm gonna guess. Wow. So it just occurred to me when I was looking at this freaking page, who is the idiot in charge of the gavel market? Mm-hmm. Right, someone who. Uh, doesn't know what's up. <clears throat> so I figured, you know, to separate yourself from the crowd of judges, you could uh, you could make a signature gavel, mm-hmm. right? But honestly, how much would that cost? You know, 120 Well, I think uh, it depends. Uh, yeah, so maybe twice as much, maybe. Big deal. Uh, plus, if you do that, you risk coming mm-hmm. off like a fame-obsessed kook. Right, and that right. would spoil it all. Can I just say I came up with a great idea for a custom gavel to garner attention? Okay, you, it's a unicorn gavel, and the front. You know how so the gavel comes down. It's got the two round ends, and then it's got the front uh-huh. that's rounded. You paint it to look like a unicorn. Do you remember in a kid at at uh, at like the fairs, you would get those hammers that would had the that would make the squeaky sound. You ever see those? Yeah. And you'd hit something, and it would go like, you have that, but it's full of glitter. And when you hammer down, (laughs) the unicorn explodes glitter out of the top of its head. You'd get kicked out of court. They would love it. Not the person who cleans it, the janitors. You could have have you booted. You'd end up getting a kid's TV show called Kangaroo Court, and your unicorn gavel will be the star. Okay, well, you go that direction. It's a great idea. You talk about going that direction, Whatever, but I think dude. you would risk coming off like a fame-obsessed kook, which would spoil it, right? So how can you make sure you get lots <coughs> of good quality clips when you need them and come off as serious as opposed to some jerk with a skull gavel or unicorn gavel or Fuck whatever you, you, know, you or something judgy bastard <laughs> i actually pretty much had that already written down uh-huh uh so i thought about stuff i'd filmed before when i'd been in things uh-huh and the clappers porn are, when i back in my <laughs> porn days yeah uh the the clappers are very fancy now right they're digital uh, there's a lot going on with the clappers. Clappers like clap on, clap off? Like, you know... Yeah, turn off the lights with a clapper? No, like, oh. you know... 
Oh, 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 take gotcha. nine. Slates. The slate, yeah. The slate, the clapper. okay. Uh, and what what incredibly uh, uh, amateur films were in shows were you in that they called it the clapper and not the slate? They're, they're clappers. They're slates. They're, the slate is on it. It's a clapper. They say slate it. They write it down, and then they click it. While we're doing this, you Google Clapper <laughs> and stop arguing with me. Just Google Clapper and you'll see what I... The clap on, clap off is gonna, what's going to come up when I Google Clapper. But okay. anyway, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, I, I did Google it, uh-huh. uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, and... Uh, it said, oh, you mean the slate? They're very fancy now. They're uh-huh. digital. Uh-huh. Uh, good ones run more than $1,500. Wow. And they sound like a gavel. Hmm. Uh, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to sell... Uh, there's tiers of this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as we know, when we started doing this show, we had to do some research because if we don't sound good, no one's going to want to listen. That's true. So you're going to want to make sure that you sound good mm-hmm. as a judge, right? Uh, so the base level is this. A good lavalier mic for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a... a Ambient mic, mm-hmm. so that you get room tone. Ambient, so that you can take out the room tone uh-huh. from any recording. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We don't have that. No, because we have very close mics, though. Oh. Uh, and you are going to have, you know, the the TV camera is already in there. Mm-hmm. They have crappy mics, mm-hmm. right? They can use your sound to make their clip pop and sound good and not sound like it was recorded in a tin can the way a lot of these things do. And your <clears> gavel <throat> is a time code clapper that costs a mint and allows the news to perfectly sync the sound from your system to their video. Uh, what more would they want? Well, they could want more. You could <laughs> mic the whole court uh-huh. very well. You, uh-huh. There's a The, the acoustic... <clears throat> Horizon goes on forever. I you guess know, my question... The minimum, though, is right. good mic on the judge, uh-huh. ambient sound to uh-huh. take out the the room, and ambient. the clapper uh, gavel. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question is, is, is or, 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 or my thought here is, is that who's making the money here? Who is making what money? Well, so what's the get rich screen? If you're the person providing yeah. this stuff to them, yeah. the clapper gavel. You make and the, the clapper gavel and you set up their sound <laughs> system. Okay. And as I say, that that's the minimum. <clears throat> right. Which right there we're talking uh, $5,000. And the judges are paying for this. The judge is going to pay for it because it's going to make their future. How is, it, how is it making their future? I guess that's really the question is how is it making their because future? Because all the clips that appear from their courthouse... Mm-hmm. Are going to sound and look great. They're going to sound. The news is going to love it. Fantastic. The news is going to love it, and no matter what the trial is, because this judge's stuff is so not whatever the trial is, but a good one's always going to come along, Mm -hmm. and your clips are going to be so good that they'll be put replayed. They'll be they'll make the national news. They'll be put in the documentary. (laughs) People will be talking about what you say. Gotcha. And you will become famous. You'll become a talking head on CNN. You'll be able to write a book, sell a book. You'll get your own Judge Judy show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's solid. This was this was my thing, though. So uh-huh. this, to me, is 
what I think uh, uh, I had thoughts about the idea of, of, of becoming a famous judge and how you go about doing that. And all sort of, you know, the basis was sort of all the same stuff that you already said. But I thought the money is becoming an agent for judges okay, or a manager and getting them in front of people so they can get the big trials that then push them to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, these judges should have to audition to show that they are camera ready. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be a good judge on TV. Well, that's what that's what you'll be doing every day with this setup. Well, you'll be setting up the room so it's camera ready, but that's not going to make the person a star. Mm-hmm. You know, they need someone to push them into that spotlight, get them prepared, and I think that's what an agent. And as an agent, you get your 10-15%, whatever it is, and uh and go what you're showing me slates. I don't have my glasses on, okay. so I can't. Are my glasses? I, all, I don't wear your glasses. I wear my glasses. Your your nearsight or your clampers. Your whatever. Anyway, uh, that's a mediocre idea. That's no, a great idea. Job. It's Fantastic. a fine. It's a fine idea that you are going to be the guy who uh, sets up the sound for trials and sells the clampers and maintains it. You, you're <laughs> you're the sound engineer. <clears throat> You're gonna basically so yeah you're gonna be a uh, 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 a rental house for film and television for courts right for film only and you're television. selling it so the courts buying it to keep in there permanently the judge the judge but the judge doesn't necessarily work in the same right. courtroom if you want to reach out to Josh and tell him how <laughs> horribly wrong he is you can get <laughs> us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. <laughs> You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You don't want to hear my last idea? I thought you said you only had one. No, I have another one. Oh. You should know you gave it to me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear it then. Um Can we finish telling yeah, people sure. how to get in touch? Of course. You get of us course. on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. If you only listen to us on uh podcast form, tune in Saturday nights, eight o'clock on Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Tune in early. Let's start our scene. Stick around late. Listen, it's all nice and nice and hell wave. Hell wave. Hell wave. Ah. Okay, Josh has another idea. So here's here's Noel's other idea, his third <laughs> idea that I'm presenting. <laughs> so many moons ago, Noel sent me, uh, uh, and, and uh, if you're hip to the internet and things that go viral, you may have seen this, but there was a transcript that went around uh, for quite a while that was considered the greatest courthouse transcript ever. And it was uh, in uh, 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 Atlanta. Um, and it was the uh, it was a highlight of an amazing exchange between Judge Bryant Durham and the defendant Denver Allen. Denver Allen was accused of beating a fellow inmate in jail to death. Yeah. And as an example uh, of the transcript... I'm just going to read a little bit so you guys have an idea of what was said. Uh, the defendant, Mr. Allen, saying, go fuck yourself. I'm through here. Are you all done? The court says, I'm, fi- I'm finding you in contempt of court. The defendant, I don't care. The court, I know you don't, and I sentence you to 20 days for that. If you say anything else, I'm going to add 20 days for everything you say. Defendant, go fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. The court, 40 days. Defendant, fuck you again. <laughs> and it goes on like this. Yeah. Variations of fuck you, suck my dick, I'm going to fuck you. Yeah, it's I'm great. An, it's amazing. And uh, eventually, 
I had suggested to Noel, this was uh, not long after we had had a guest on, mm-hmm. to do uh, 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 in our festival episode, who, uh, what was his name again? Uh, Sean Wickens. And, and what was the festival's name again? The Bad Theater Fest. Right. And I had suggested we do a reading of this transcript at the Bad Theater Fest. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and right after I suggested that, I go online and find out that the guys who created Rick and Morty had actually basically done a reading of it live yep. and then also did a, 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 a animated version of it as well. But I think the idea is you just go through, not unlike Charlie Victor Romeo, yeah. but a lot more funny, Yeah, you go through court transcripts and put together shows of readings of court transcripts in front of live audiences. Or, or, or no, I, I'd say make it a TV show because you know yeah, what? Yeah, no, that works, uh, sure. That, that's what I had meant when I had talked about it before. And, right. and your wife had said, but they already are out there, referring <clears throat> to like there was another one on the New York Times recently. Well, you just said a show, and I guess that's, that's oh, okay. who that I, was. In my was, mind, I meant TV it, show. TV show, right. Because I was thinking like, you know, Dr. Pimper Plopper existed uh-huh. previously, but whoever put that on TV is a millionaire right now. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, she she put it on TV. Okay. She's the one who set it up with her YouTube channel and all that stuff. Right. Anyway, no, that's it. That's the idea. That's the idea. It's great. Uh, hey, guys, you got a lot of money in your pocket. You need to spend it somehow. Mr. Joss going to tell you why. Take it away. Spend that money! <laughs> when it comes to a rapper's chain, it seems that bigger is better. Well, T-Pain outdid everyone else when he bought himself a 10-pound massive chain that's spelled out big-ass chain. With nearly 200 carats worth of diamonds on it, this piece set the rapper back $400,000. While you might be thinking that this chain is a huge waste of money, T-Pain actually agrees with you. He once admitted that buying it was the dumbest thing he's ever done in his life. He only made the purchase because someone dared him to. We wish we had that kind of money to splurge on dares, too. There you go, splurge on a dare, bitches. That's right. Hey, uh, you guys, we have full faith and confidence in our ideas. We know we're going to get rich off them. How do you know? It's because Josh Gowers the Internet of rules for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by where they come from this week. Uh, how to be a successful businessman, 50 rules of entrepreneurship. All right, sounds good. Um, rule number one, stop seeking constant approval from others. That's right. You're the boss. You're the judge. Mm-hmm. You're the man. Yeah, number two, time matters more than money. Uh, yeah, exactly. For jurors. They're there all day. Uh, and finally, last one. Uh, yeah, sure. Number three, get great people on your bus. (laughs) Get great people on your bus. Exactly. Be a famous judge. Don't be one of these schmucks that are Googleable as a famous judge, but really no one's heard of. (laughs) Be Judge Judy. Be Judge Ito. Uh, So there we are, Noel. Three for three. I definitely think we're getting uh, rich, right? Yeah. Yeah, so once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Gonna get rich quick.